Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Guys, I have a really cool opportunity to share with you that melds my experience in the classroom and love for personal growth, the Enneagram, and intentional parenting. My friend Sarah Waxman is a former teacher who now coaches parents and teachers through using the Enneagram to support students in and out of the classroom. She believes that investing in our personal growth is one of the best things we can do to pour into the kids in our lives. This November 7th through the 11th, she is hosting the Bettering Them Summit, an online learning experience with dozens of speakers prepared to share tools, techniques, and implementable practices to have the best year possible at home and in the classroom. The best part, a one-day pass to the summit is absolutely free. You'll have 24-hour access to sessions about building trust, communication styles, classroom management, developing mutual respect, and how our personalities come into play, and so much more. But for just $67, you can purchase VIP all access passes that include unlimited access to all sessions, including bonus sessions with exclusive speakers such as yours truly, raffle entries, and a summit workbook. But don't delay because that price will soon increase to $97. If you are ready to learn from high-level experts and educators such as Enneagram Ashton, Gabby Gast, Margarita Monday, Brian Lee, Noel Don Clava, Elizabeth Leverett Ortiz, and Amy Wicks. Grab your ticket from the link in today's show notes. Good morning, friends. So today's episode was supposed to be five lessons that I learned in my first year of business. And trust me, I have a lot of lessons I've learned in my first year of business. It was especially going to be a follow-up to an article that I wrote for Trailblazer Magazine. It was like five lessons from the messy middle. It was basically five lessons I'd learned in my first few months of business. And while I think that that is a noble topic that I can come back to at some point, it is just not the headspace that I'm in today to share about that. And if I'm being completely honest, my headspace has been in a really weird place. I shared a lot about this on Instagram stories yesterday. Of course, you're hearing this next week. Today is Thursday, October. What what is today? Looking at my watch. Thursday, October 6th. So I talked about this on on Instagram yesterday. So maybe you you know where this is going and you (laughs) know what conversation we're about to have. But I would say over the past several months, there has been like a complete unraveling in my mental health. And I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. But the night before yesterday, so let's see, yesterday was Wednesday, Tuesday night, I just, Tuesday morning even, I was messaging a friend and I'm like, I just, I just, I don't know. And I don't think that I can continue to operate under this. You know, I am fully invested in personal growth. I believe very strongly in habits, but it just felt 
it feels like I have gotten to a point that I'm like, I know so many tools to help myself and it is bigger than that. And I would say about two months ago, I recognized that I was ready for therapy. And this is something I'm going to be honest, I have known for a long time. I need therapy. I have some some traumas from my childhood that have not been unpacked, but doing that is scary. And I don't think I've ever had the emotional maturity or the capacity to be able to unpack what I need to unpack. And I've just recognized that in so many aspects of my life and business recently, a lot of things are intertangled in in experiences from my developmental years. And I've come to the realization like it's time. It's time to have someone who knows more about this than me, who's a neutral third party, help me unpack this and rewrite the soundtracks in my brain to help me move forward. But even though I had that realization months ago, I was scared. And I'm very pro-therapy. I'll tell, celebrate everyone in the world who who talks to a therapist or a counselor or a coach or whoever. And as much as I am for it and celebrate so many other people for doing it, I was, I think I was scared of getting it wrong. <laughs> like the prospect of finding a therapist was so overwhelming. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of feels like dating. Like, oh, I want to get, I want to get out there. I want to meet someone, but like, how do I find the right person? And you like, get so overwhelmed by it. You just don't. <laughs> it kind of felt like that. And I think there's probably something in there that needs to be unpacked of like, wow, am I such an achiever that the idea of finding the wrong therapist and it not going well keeps me from doing it at all? Anyway, so Tuesday night, I laid, I was laying down in bed and my husband was next to me and I was like, I, everything, I feel like I am not doing anything the way I'm supposed to right now. I just, in so many parts of my life, I feel aligned. I feel like I'm doing the work that I meant to be doing, but I, on the inside, I don't feel right. I feel like I constantly have a weight on my chest. I feel like there is something inside of me that needs to be unlocked or worked through, or I don't know. And that fear of the unknown, I think is the scariest part. So yesterday I I called a contact that I have who seriously today feels like an angel. And she was asking me some questions, you know, what, what I was hoping to talk through or get out of the experience and and not super in depth, but just, you know, it's her job to find the right fit for me. And she said something that I didn't realize was going to be such a relief. She said, Emily, we're going to get you the help you need. And it kind of hurt because I'm like me, like I, I need help. And it felt like dramatic and I felt like an imposter and I felt like I was making it all up and I was wrong for even making the call. But at the same time, the moment she said those words, it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. And I'm just so grateful. And I didn't, I should have known I was going to cry, but welcome. Now I'm crying. So I did that. And then I'm like, you know what? Today is just the day. Today is the day that I'm going to confront all of these things that I've been putting off for years. And Recently, one of my friends had sent me some information from a functional health doctor. I haven't seen a doctor in years other than my OB during pregnancy and postpartum. And I just have a lot of issues with food sensitivities. And I'm just starting to wonder about my hormones. I think things a lot of us are starting to think about. And I am not opposed to like medicine or medical professionals. I just felt like I needed to talk to someone who was going to take a different or a holistic approach. 
And I have no idea what's in store. I don't know if it's the right fit. I don't know anything. But again, it's like, I have to do something. And it was super easy. I literally clicked the link she sent me and I was able to book an appointment online. I didn't even look into it. I don't even, I don't even know who I'm going to, but I have an appointment in St. Louis in November and we're just going to see. I'm open. I'm curious. You know, I think I approach anything with a, I don't want to say guarded, but with a rational, like, you know, I'm going to take in the perspectives and opinions and the thoughts of the people that I work with, the professionals and, you know, put them through my filter and decide what to do next. So I have no idea what that experience has in store, but I did it. And, you know, maybe there's a piece in my physical body that is affecting my mental health in such a way. I know that there is such entanglement between our hormones and our nutrition and the balance of everything and how it really impacts our energy levels and even like our motivation and our patience and just so many things. I just feel like I haven't felt like myself despite my best attempts. And part of it is I don't even know what myself feels like anymore. I've just been through such a transformation over the past four years, first with like my health and personal growth and then in entrepreneurship and in different phases of motherhood that I don't know. And I think I used that to, you know, tell myself that I was just changing. And and while that is true, I think that I can recognize that so many things are going well and be able to say, there's part of this, this is not okay. And I feel like there's a better way to feel than this. And I think for many of the last several weeks, I've been really hard on myself because I do know so many of those tools to do things that have made me feel better in the past. But I think there comes a moment when we recognize that that we can't do it on our own and that there's something bigger than what we can fix with with just trying what we've been trying in the past. You know, I have been prioritizing movement in a different way. I've been really intentional about walking and things like that, but something still just doesn't feel right. And I know I can physically feel that there's something inside me that needs to be worked through or unpacked or or something. And I I just know that I'm at the next, I'm approaching the next step in my evolution. And in my gut, I can feel that there's an answer that needs to be found or a process I need to work through or something that I need to face before I can enter that next phase. And like I said in the beginning, I, I think that up until this point, I just haven't had the capacity. So I do give myself so much credit for the amount of personal growth work that I've done to put me in the headspace that I am right now in this very moment to recognize when it's time to ask for help. And then I did two other things because you know, I'm on a roll at this point. I happened to be recording an interview with a friend for her podcast and he was just talking about some of the things that were weighing heavy on me related to business, not this stuff. And in the same conversation, she was talking about a copywriter she works with. So a copywriter, literally, like they get to know you, they work with you, and then they can write things like your website um, or emails or landing pages, things like that, like very much in the same, like they can convey the message you want to convey sometimes better than you can. I think I get in my own head and so much of my mental stress and I know this sounds so dramatic and maybe you'll be like, okay, or maybe you'll get this, but I have felt an overwhelming amount of anxiety over the past couple months in writing my web copy, <laughs> like writing emails for my retreat and things like that. And that sounds almost embarrassing to say out loud, but I think we all have things that are our strengths and things that aren't our strengths. And when we have to do things that 
feel really overwhelming to us, it just can send us into a spiral of shame and stress and anxiety and fear and I'm not enoughness. And so anyway, she's telling me about this person and it was like I saw the light. I'm like, you mean to say that there is literally a person that can help me with the things that have been making me feel like I'm drowning? What? (laughs) So I booked a discovery call. I have no idea if it's going to go anywhere. I don't even know what I need. I don't even know what she can do for me. I don't even know if I'm going to use it. But it was like so liberating to just be like, there is someone who can help me with this very specific thing that feels so overwhelming. And it's so funny because I feel like I could do all of the all of those things for someone else. Like I'm a pretty good writer, I think. But there's something about, I don't know. I think I've just been deep in my own head about it. Doing it for myself, it just feels crazy, overwhelming. So that's embarrassing to tell you, but <laughs> welcome. And then another thing my husband and I have just been talking about for a bit is how overwhelmed we are by housework. We very much share the um, the load of our of our household. I thought that when I started working from home that I'd be like, oh, I'm going to have all this free time to clean the house. L-O-L. <laughs> our house has never looked worse. And we are very tidy people. We're great at like laundry and dishes and keeping the countertops clean, but it's like the bathtub. The like floorboards, the crevices, the like ceiling fans, things like that. We look up about every six weeks and we're like, oh my God, our house is filthy. We can't handle this anymore. And we spend like six hours cleaning the house, which like feels really good. Like there's nothing better than a clean house. But we're like, we have, our kids go to school full-time. We both work full-time. He's a farmer, crazy hours. And we're spending six hours of like our precious family time cleaning our house. Can we not in this season of life have someone help us with that? But again, I had some names and numbers and I just procrastinated on it and let the fear of, oh my gosh, why can't I do this? And just admitting that right now in the season of life, I could just really use some help. Cleaning the bathtub isn't hard. It's not rocket science, but to know. So literally I, I called someone. She couldn't answer. We started texting and she's like, hey, I'm actually gonna be done with something in a few minutes. Can I just come over right now? She did. She's amazing. She starts Friday. Such a simple thing. Obviously, I am physically capable of cleaning all of the things in my house. But to know that the mental weight of it is gone, and not saying it's going to be forever or maybe, but between all of those things that I did yesterday, I literally lay down in bed and was, I did not have a moment of stress and anxiety in the same way that I've been having every single night I lay down for days, weeks months. I really don't even know. This morning I woke up and I did not dread getting out of bed. I did not dread my workout. I did not have an overwhelming feeling of how am I going to do this? That just today I've recognized that I've been having. I didn't even know. How do we not know? It's like when we're in the thick of not feeling right, we can't even see what anything other than that would feel like. But today I feel lighter and I have no idea what's in store for any of these appointments or any of these things. I don't know what's going to be uncovered, what's going to be unpacked, what next steps look like. But the very fact that I was able to say, I am not okay and I need help feels incredible. Incredible. Like life-giving. And I I do completely recognize, I want to say, I completely recognize that all of those things that I talked about are going to cost money. They are investments. I don't know what's going to be covered under insurance. We use like a Christian healthcare ministry, so I have no idea how that's going to work. And I recognize that there have been many seasons of my life where I could not even consider making 
the investments that I'm about to make in taking care of myself. So if you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed by that, I, I see you. I know what it's like to be a new teacher in a rural area making like $24,000 a year with a farmer who hasn't made a dime farming yet and crying in the nursery because we can't buy a rocking chair. Okay, I get it. I get it. And I know there are ways to ask for help or to recognize that you need help and seek resources through church or through your community or through other services or through even just friends and family. And I'm not saying that you should do the things that I'm doing. These are just four examples. But I do think it's a really important conversation that we start talking about finding, first of all, admitting to ourselves and to each other, the areas that we feel like we need support. And maybe that's in health. Maybe that's in mental health. Maybe that's in business. And it's hard. It's so hard to say we can't do it all. And I know that in my rational brain. I can I can tell you that till I'm blue in the face. I know how much community matters. I know how much leaning on other people matters. I know that. But when it came to these things that felt so new and scary and foreign to me, I kept holding it so close to my heart for the fear of even just admitting that I needed it or that I was curious about it. And so maybe that looks totally different for you. Maybe the things that I talked about you relate to, maybe you don't, but maybe there's something. There's something in your business. There's something in your career. There's something in your family. There's there's something where you're like, you know what? I, I can't. I can't do this on my own anymore. I need, I need guidance. I need I need a, a coach or a therapist or a counselor or a course or or something because I'm drowning. And I've been drowning for so long I don't even recognize that I am anymore. And that there just has to be a different way. And I know that. I know that. I know that because I have been through seasons of feeling not necessarily the same way I feel now, but in their own way, just feeling like something's got to be different. That's what started this whole health personal growth journey for me. I had a moment where I said, I don't even like the way I feel when I wake up and something has to be different. And I'm at a very different part now where so, so many parts of my life are amazing. I truly love the work that I'm doing. I really enjoy the ages that my kids are at. Things are so good. And I think that I internalized so much shame around how can things be so good and I still feel so broken? And I think we need to talk about that more because we tell ourselves stories of I shouldn't feel this way or I know better than this or or why do I feel this way when so many things are going right? And the truth is things can be going so right and things can be going so well and you can still recognize that there's a part of you that needs help with something. And it's really scary to take that step. But by golly, I took four of them yesterday. <laughs> When it rains, it pours, bro. And I feel so much better. I feel so much better. I feel lighter and I feel ready to step into the next season head on. And whatever that looks like for you, I I hope that you do the same with whatever you need. And I encourage all of us to continue having this conversation. I was blown away yesterday with the number of messages just in 60 seconds of talking this on Instagram stories of women who are on similar journeys, who are ready to start their own journey, who have even just said, thank you 
for saying this out loud and normalizing something that so few people are talking about. We're not meant to do life alone. And even the high achievers, the the strongest people, people who seem like have it together the most, all of that, gosh, we all need help in one way or another. And it might be different than the way you've needed help in the past. And it might be different than the way you'll need help in the future. But if there's a part of you that's saying you're not okay and you need some help, I encourage you, let's do it together. So with that being said, this was uh, maybe the most emotional (laughs) podcast episode I recorded. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't write a single note down for this. I literally was on my walk knowing I had to come in and record a podcast and it just hit me. And I literally prayed prayers that said, I don't know what this is supposed to look like, but God, universe, whoever is listening, please give me the words. Please give me the words that I need to share a message that has been so important for me and that maybe somebody needs to hear today. And if there is someone in your life that you think needs to hear this message, I really encourage you to send it to them. You don't have to provide a lot of context. You can just say, wow, this podcast really hit me today and I think you should listen to. I think one of the best things that we can do is help each other in that way. I literally had a defining moment a week ago, Monday, I think. (laughs) Maybe it was two weeks ago. One of my oldest friend in our area, one of my people that I hold so close in my life, we were on a walk and she said, you just, you don't seem like yourself. You just don't have the sparkle that you normally have. And that was a moment that I was like, oh my God, I think that you're right. And it, gosh, it took me a few weeks to do anything about it. But sometimes the best way you can love someone is to help them realize that they've lost their sparkle and give them hope that they can get it back. Thanks for being here. I really love you so much. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to share my heart for you, even though this has been really hard. I know that this is not (laughs) super joyful. Maybe it's inspiring. Maybe it makes you feel less alone, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity to have a space to share my story and with every hope impact someone else's. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.